This episode of The Mom Voice is brought to you by the Dietitian's Dish podcast. Gina and Nicole are two dietitian moms and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. With kids similar in age and busy lives of full-time working moms, they share their tips and tricks from both a personal and professional standpoint when it comes to raising healthy kids and families. Their passion for sharing with others started with their food blogs close to 10 years ago, where they met and developed their friendship. They haven't stopped writing and now talking food and health ever since. Mom Voice listeners are likely to love the dietitian's dish because they too are energetic, candid moms with opinions and perspectives on life and motherhood. Find them on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 51. Okay, Lauren, I'm so glad you're back in town. I haven't seen you for about five days. Now. I know. Weird. This is crazy. And I have a burning question, big time. Oh, a burning question for me. Kind okay. of similar to our tampon talk. Oh, geez. Uh-huh. <laughs> a few weeks back. And I'm really curious to know what you're going to say. But before I do, um, I just want to take a moment and ask you all to please um, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And if you don't mind, please jump over and give us a rating and a review if you like what you're hearing here on Mom Voice. And then also you can find us on social media at the Mom Voice Podcast. Lauren and I are very active on there throughout the week and we love interacting with moms and hearing your feedback on the episodes and all of your input and the things that you're dealing with throughout your week. We just love connecting with you all. Okay. Here's the rundown for this episode. You ready, Lauren? Here we I'm go. ready. So 51, we are going to be talking about our most successful family vacations, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is mainly because spring break is coming up. I don't know how that's happened. Literally, I feel like Christmas was yesterday, and here we are at spring break, and before we know it, we're going to be at summer. We're going to be planning our summer vacations. I, I was just saying this to George. I said every time spring break hits, when we go back to school, I mean summer is here in a flash. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I can't believe we're here already. Like, legit, I feel like it was just Christmas. No, not even. I feel like they just started school. Like, <laughs> I literally feel like that's fresh in my mind. Like The first few weeks of school, and now... I literally, as spring break ends, it's just like a downward, like it goes so quick. I don't even know what's happening. It's just crazy. So we were thinking, hey, as we're all going into spring break and as we're starting to plan the summer vacays and all of that, let's just kind of share personally, like what our most successful um, trips have been with our children. Because you always say a vacation is very different from... A family trip. A family like, trip. Like, yeah, being on vacation is so different. I mean, do you come back relaxed, rejuvenated? Right. With a few kids? I don't think so. Right. But hey, hopefully we can help. Hopefully we can help and offer some tips in that arena. But before we get going, we have to talk Bachelor Nation, okay? Well, yeah, but are you going to ask me your question first? Oh my gosh, my yes, question. ask me your question. Now okay. I'm like burning wondering. Now you're burning. Okay, so my question. I don't even know how to phrase it to make it make sense. The deep thoughts of Sarah Bones. I know. Are okay. you ready? What is it? Do you pee in the shower? Oh, yeah. Do you? Yes. No, you don't. Yes, I do. So I literally got in this debate with my husband like six nights ago. Wait, you don't? No, I never had. I didn't know people did. Oh. And And I was in the shower and my husband was in there like getting ready. It was in the morning. Yeah. And I was in the shower and I was like, crap, I've got to pee. So Jeremy's like, are you for real? He's like, just go. I'm like, what do you mean? You go in the shower? And then he's like, of course I do. I'm like, what? 
Wait, Jeremy, you've never seen Jeremy pee in the shower? No, I'm oh. not. Like, I don't think he announces it when he does, but I'm like, what is happening? People pee in the shower. I guess so. So I did it, Lauren, and it's the best thing ever. <laughs> it's freeing and it's like wonderful. And I was like, how have I lived 34 years on this earth not peeing in the shower? How have you lived 34 years? <laughs> I just, I'm dead you guys, I'm dying. I don't, how am I always the one that is like doing these bizarre things, which actually I don't think is very bizarre Sarah so where do you live under a rock like I do no, not know I think I've well a couple things I've really thought about this I'm not kidding I grew up taking baths and not showers okay like literally that's fair in yeah. the south definitely not, never should never pee in yeah. a bath no never, never pee in the bath that's no disgusting. but I, I'm not kidding to the day that I came here to ASU I took baths every night Even I didn't shower yeah everything. yeah it's just like a southern thing that people do they still like bathe over I don't know maybe not anymore but I grew up bathing even as a teenager so after school getting ready for bed yeah. you would take a bath as a 16 year old exactly yeah, yeah. interesting definitely I, I did not no yeah, I know and did. my kids now at three and four are taking showers they're uh-huh. not bathing uh-huh. um and so when I came to ASU I started showering but like yeah. did your did your apartment even have a bath um I don't remember probably a bath you wouldn't want to bathe in did our apartment have one I really no. don't remember. I think it was just a stand-up shower. Yeah. Because I can actually remember having a conversation with my parents about showering. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. And forever, I did not know how to handle my hair. Like, I was so silly. I didn't want to get my hair wet. And then you introduced me to the shower cap. And you were like, you can wear a shower cap. And now I've kind of figured it out. You, where... you didn't use a shower cap before? No. Sarah? Lauren? Where is Gilmore, Texas? I'm is t- it on this? Is it on this? I, you pro- I probably knew that 15 years ago that you'd never used a shower cap. But I, I would forgot sit these in things, the bathtub guys. with a high bun on top of my head and oh. just not get my hair wet. Okay, What's well, weird about that? This. Do you wash your face in the bath? Like, would you just splash no. your face or will you get out no. and wash your face? Okay, so I would do like the hover move. So I would sit butt up out of the water. Yes. Like I'm kind of squatting. I would not let my my bottom touch the water and I would wash my face really quick with the fresh water. Before you got in. And then I would put my butt in the water. After I wash. Okay, that so you'd like sense? bend forward, wash yeah. your face while it's so fresh, I'm in like, and then you get in the bath. Yes, yeah. I'm in like squat pose. I bathe like here and there. I, I, I love, ba- baths for me are 100% just for like relaxing, like I just want to soak in hot water. Yeah. I'm not, I might have even, I might even take a shower after, to yeah. be totally honest. Totally. Like I might even like shower afterwards and like soap up. But like, so baths are just like a relaxed thing for yeah. me. And so i like it's funny because like I've just been super anal about my skin the last few years and I wash my face I turn on the faucet and I wash yes not the faucet what is that called yeah the, faucet is that the water in the, the tub s- yeah right? is that called a faucet spigot no it's no. Not, it's got another name I don't know I wash it with that I turn it on fresh yeah and I wash but then I'm like what do people do in the bathtub when they want to yeah. wash their face or do they get out and just wash it at the sink probably no. probably but that is so funny I, I forgot about the shower cap thing. Back to the pee thing, though. That is so funny that you've never peed in the shower. Well, I do now. I, I've been converted. Oh, and I tell my kids to pee in the shower. Do yeah. you? I've never thought about it, Lauren. Oh, serious? No. And they never do it? Just do it on impulse? Like, I'm oh, going to pee pro- in that. They probably do. But again, I'm not monitoring Kate in the shower, like right, ever. Right, right, And even, even when, like, Luke is showering, he's with Jeremy or something. Or he's with me. Like, I don't think about it. I don't yeah. know. I just don't think about yeah. it. Oh, I, I just feel like it's so convenient. Like, even if I have to, like, pee... And I'm getting in the shower. I'll just get in the shower to pee in the shower because I'm just like, why? Why sit down and take the extra time? I'm just going to start showering. I'm not even kidding. I, I have like 
always gotten out of the shower and gone peed and then ran back to get oh, in the shower. That is. So I don't anymore though. That, I'm converted. Not, she's converted. I'm a this new week, woman. You guys. <laughs> I'm a whole new woman. Okay. I flush my tampons and, and tampons I pee in the down shower. The drain and she pees. Man, <laughs> you guys, what am I doing to her? I'm ruining her. <laughs> It's so disturbing. Oh, that is no, but so funny. It, it was like a really weird, funny conversation with Jeremy. And I was like, I'm just going to save this for the podcast. I was going to text you about it or like Marco you. But then I was like, no, no, I'll just, I'll just wait. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that it was is funny. just so funny. Because I kind of got onto him for a minute. I'm like, quit Ew, peeing that's so in my shower. Yeah, that's, that's disgusting. So yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's talk Bachelor. I want to know. Okay. So let's recap. Last week was top three no yeah. overnights oh it was fantasy suites yes fantasy suites and if you did not watch well we're gonna fast forward now watched. if you don't want spoilers right but we're gonna talk about last week and a new episode comes on tonight and today they dropped the new bachelorette and yes. we'll we'll touch on that in a few yes we will okay lauren has the better memory with these things so yeah. i want you to give us the recap well, not the recap, but tell us what you oh, thought. Just, okay, yeah, because you guys tell me. I was, I, man, I was going at it on the Instagram that night because I was pretty, like, first off, I'm a little hoarse from Disneyland. We got home literally last night at 7 p.m., so bear with me with my voice. Yep. But um, using that mom voice at Disneyland, guys, right. just, you know, I am the the staple of our podcast with yeah. this mom voice. Yeah. Um, and so um, Monday, I, I actually felt like I... I've kind of been dragging my feet this whole season. I'm like, wah, 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 wah. yeah. And, but I will say that episode and that conversation between Madison and Peter to me was some of the best bachelor TV I've seen in a long time. And mainly because it was so like real. Finally, maybe the producers actually weren't freaking holding up signs in the background and making them do stupid things. It was a very real raw like subject. And like, what are you going to do about this, Peter and Weber? And tell us what it was about. So she just kind of had said at the end of the um, previous episode, like I, she hadn't given him the virgin line. Um, she didn't, he, I don't think he was aware she was a virgin, but she did express her concern that if you do spend the night with somebody or intimate with somebody, it will be a very big problem. Like for that's me. a deal breaker. That's for me. a deal breaker for me. And rightly so. And okay? rightly so. And let's mi- mind you, he knows that she has a faith, um, strong faith based background and he knows that he's in love with her. He has said that, which he said that very first with her. And he has had very strong feelings for her from the get-go. And she, at this point, had not returned them, right? Uh, no, I, I don't think, think she kind of was... I, I, I feel like at the remember. beginning of the episode, he was like, she hasn't given me that validation. She hasn't told me yet when I have told her. You're right. And I think and so, it was the family night that he was like, she was like, I seem I'm falling in love with you, but I don't think she... I, I can't even I don't remember. Either. I'm not sure specifically. Yeah. But she definitely is like, I feel really strong for him, and I see this going somewhere. Now, I will say, for Madison to come into this season, she knew he did it four times in a win and windmill right. with Hannah not right. even being final choice. And so she kind of knew the side of him. Now, I like Peter. I, I thought it was really weird how he was just known for that from last season and everyone just giggled and thought it was funny. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. But for him to like not think this through and think about the consequences well, and let's really walk them clarify through. So what happens is he goes on the date with Hannah Ann and Victoria and they make us believe he did sleep with them. Well, well, they don't. We don't. Uh, we don't see anything. But they make out and they fade out off the, you know, the camera, which they do every season. Totally. But, but how then, they're talking afterwards, it makes it sound like they did. 
Well, now the last three or four seasons, they video them waking up in bed and all these things, which when you really stop to think about it, this is so weird. Like he's with three different women and he's moving from bedroom to bedroom to bedroom and waking up with them, even if maybe they fully didn't have sex, fooled around. I've always just hopefully justified it's time without the cameras on them and they have to like value that when they're trying to figure this out and their relationship out. And I can appreciate and respect that. The sex stuff, I don't even know. I don't know how far it always goes and with who. But yes, they definitely want to elude it. And they definitely kept Madison as the third date, the very last. And the producers, stupid producers, put all three girls in the same room this year, which they never do. And I thought that was so brutal and not fair. And they're just torturing and taunting poor Madison. Totally. So cut to the conversation on their overnight date. Madison and Peter get there. And she just said, you know, like, you know what? I'm not going to feel bad about this. And I, and he, I'm trying to think if he said at dinner or when he walked outside, but he says, I have been intimate. Yeah. And she kind of like, is like, I'm not going to feel bad for what I've said or how I feel. And you know what? When I get married, I'm going to give myself and all myself to my husband and that one person I choose. And I, you know, I don't, she didn't like say one thing. She did get up from the table. She walked away, had her moment. And then they left it she left with yeah. the perspective of like she might be done yeah and um and you know peter you knew going into it like the thing that is i i mean maybe i know that the physical intimacy really can validate a relationship or maybe step it up to the next level but at the end of the day you know you've got to have some idea who's kind of your front runner yeah. or maybe at least your final two yeah and maybe you feel like being together might change some feelings or ideas or whatever but he knows he has strong feelings for her. So I don't know why he would go jeopardize right. that and not keep it in his pants. I I, and we don't know much more. We just know that he's been intimate. And I just applaud Madison because she stuck to her values. I love that she didn't play this whole virgin card from day one. Let me just have this like, you know, character here and I'm the virgin church one. She just kept it very like, you know, yeah. she had a relationship with him. She got to know him. And then that came out when it was like, we're serious and I want you to know this about me. Right. And I liked that. I didn't, yeah. I liked that she wasn't labeled and I liked that she got to know him and he, he got to know her and this is part of me. So either take it or leave it. I know. I know. It is such a crazy thing to watch the other two girls being just so okay with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also. To watch it, the black and the white next to each other it's of like, so, so not and so okay. It is very weird to know they're all sitting there talking and you did it with them and you did it with them probably. And they're just chatting like it's no big deal. It's so it's weird. Got a, it, it is so weird when you step back yeah. as much as we love this show. Yeah. It is so weird when you step back to think. He is dating 10 women. He's dating five women. He's dating three women, seriously. Yeah. And next level family. That is such a like mind cluster. It's 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 mind game. It's crazy. It is crazy. So tonight is going to be the women tell all. Yeah. And I haven't read any spoilers, but I do think um, it will probably be the cat fight of all cat fights I mean yeah we did have such a weird crazy group of girls with a lot of drama this season yeah so I'm sure claws will be out and all the things it will be interesting what what was the champagne girl 
the champagne Kelsey? gate. Kelsey. Kelsey. And she made it to final four. Who oh my the gosh. heck would have thought? Who thought? And so I'm sure they're going to play that up. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Oh, that yeah. was one of probably top five moments oh, of All my, Bachelor. Of ever. Yes. yes. So oh, we'll I be know. hearing about that again, I'm sure. And then, um, yeah, GMA today. Yes. They are announcing the next bachelorette so let's yeah, just go so there we're just gonna go there because it is gonna be live today whenever you turn this on so just a spoiler but it's gonna be claire crawley from um juan pablo season i'm dying and you guys we watched juan pablo season man many moons ago now she's 38 years old mm-hmm. she was also on the winter games and bachelor in paradise was she on Bachelor? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh yes. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, She totally was. I totally can see that. She's episode. like a career bachelorette. Let's she be is, honest. She, she is. And she's I'll, the Nick Vile. I'll be honest, I really do like her. Do you I not do, like her? I do too. I think sometimes she can come off fake. Kind of, yeah, cheesy and, and fake. And kind it's of kind of like, of like us a little bit. Yeah, like a diva a little yeah. bit. And and some of her like relationship fails have not been so graceful. Like right. do you oh, remember yeah. the one on Winter Games with the cute German guy? And then and then even I can think of her bowling. And Juan Pablo. She Juan told Pablo. him off. She's yes. the only person I can remember who gets dumped at the final two yes. and tells off the person. Yes. She told him off, like walking yes. away. Like you're lost, blah 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 see ya bye and, you know? and and in a way good for her one yeah. Pablo man that was she let's just say she dodged a bullet on that come on totally but, um oh my gosh isn't that crazy to think of even that season oh <laughs> that so just bad. makes me laugh okay yeah. but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see she's been around it's kind of a, they're pulling an Ari let's pick the old one that's not that's still single um, because Ari was like close to 42 and she's totally out of left field but I'm actually glad they picked they did not pick from what they had this season. Oh, yeah. I would not have been happy with anyone but Madison as the Bachelorette. And I don't even know if that she would do it because of kind of her moral stance. Like, I don't even know she'd date a bunch of guys and feel comfortable with that. So, and who else? I wouldn't want Hannah Ann. I definitely, Victoria's out of the question. Kelsey's out of the question. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad they kind of realized, ah, this is not the cream of the crop. Yeah. Let's go to someone else. Totally. So, so we're going to have Bachelorette Claire. Okay, so tune in for that. All right, enough Bachelor talk. Um, Let's jump into talking about our most successful vacations, Um, and specifically family vacations. Yeah, absolutely, because that's where the struggle is. Come on, let's be real. Yeah, exactly. So I I asked Lauren to pick out her favorite. I picked out mine. So go ahead and tell them what you think your favorite family vacation is to date. Yeah, my favorite family vacation right now and like most successful one, I feel like is... It's probably Mexico with my husband and his family, family or not. I just feel like extended family or not. I feel like we've just kind of gotten a good groove going with it. Yeah. And it's the one trip that I really can say we come back like refreshed and relaxed. And I feel like, yeah, that was like fun. That was good. The kids enjoyed themselves. I enjoyed myself because like, that's the thing to find a neutral ground that you're both enjoying yourself where you're not just doing kitty things all day or dealing with fits and tantrums and you get to have your time and you get to have a breather. That's kind of hard to come by. Mm -hmm. It totally is. And so you think, do you think it's the cousin factor that they have playmates there? And I'll just really quick, 
very briefly, just what we go to kind of like a beachy town with right across the border. So it's only a few hour drive. And my husband's family has grown up going there. And we do this um, one beach called Lost Conscious. And there's just a bunch. It's crazy. They're literally like million dollar beach houses. But because it's Mexico, they're not million dollars. (laughs) And they're just really pretty big houses that are right on the beach that you'd pay a fortune to do, you know, in Orange County. And so um, it's right on the beach and it's pretty mellow on the beach. It's not like California beaches where it's like boardwalks and people and shops. It's literally just like a line just as far as you can see of beach houses. And sometimes people are out and sometimes they're not. So it's like because of that, like we just set up shop, get all our umbrellas out, all the toys, and we could see kids either direction for a mile if they are playing. And so they just have like an and Mexico is in the Gulf, in um, Gulf of California, so there's not like big waves. So you don't have to worry about the waves being really big, knocking kids down, the current. Yeah. You don't have to worry about tons of neighbors or strangers, stranger danger. So we really just park it on the beach and the kids build and they swim and they kayak and they, you know, they, I don't know, just do whatever they want. And then us adults just kind of sit and have sodas and eat and there's um, mangoes, people selling yes. mangoes along the beach and tacos on the beach sometimes on the weekends. And, you know, we'll get up and go into town and go to our favorite taco stands. So it just like ends up being, it is literally, and it's funny, my parents, we did not grow up parking on the beach for four days straight. Like that was kind of an adjustment for me. That was a lot of beach time. Right. But doing this trip, I've come to learn like, oh my gosh, the kids just can do it all day and it drains them exhausts them they're having fun the cousin element is nice because you they have someone to entertain them and they're playing and there's lots of cousins and lots of like mixing it up and that is really nice but we you know we try to get out there and take them on a kayak ride or you know sometimes they come by with the big banana boat we can pay to do the banana boat with the kids and see so I have never done Mexico yeah yeah and from since I've lived here in Arizona I'm not kidding everybody who grew up here yeah, they has do been it. trying to get me to yeah, go there. Right. And I don't know why I'm, this is probably like irrational, but I'm just a little worried yeah, of course. and like right. scared a little bit. To no, go. I, of course. Um, but you can honestly say like you, that isn't a factor for you because um, you've gone so much. There's or times what? when like there's news and like the headlines yeah. and like the border with the wall and like, you know, maybe tensions and stuff like that. There are times where I'm like, do you really think we should go to Mexico right now? And it's weird. It's really the hardest part is just driving across the border and about 30 minutes into the border is just a little bit when you're not nervous, but you just like, even because it's Mexico yeah. and this could happen in Cancun or Cabo or anywhere. If you're just driving in a rental car or driving your car or whatever you know a federale their piece their police could pull you over yeah and you just get a little nervous you're just ready to get to your destination yeah you're just like in a foreign country and so oh I'm like that with any country I mean I I stress out going anywhere we went to Grand Cayman a couple years ago and it's like super nice but I was still like really anxious like really anxious just leaving the states right I don't know that security it's like just literally like that comfort which blows my mind because then you have people like your sister who has two sets of twins and they literally go all over the world oh yeah all, all over, over the world. And like, I'm such an anxious person. Yeah. <laughs> like not even the, the kid factor, not even like dealing with the kids traveling like that, but like the national, like going to other nations and the oh, language totally. barrier and oh, all the things yeah. that just 
sounds so stressful uh, to but me. But I will admit, I grew up to go, going to San Diego and San Clemente and Carlsbad. And those places to me are just as special and I love them so much. But you are just dealing with like, traffic and you have to pay for parking and you're lugging the wagons of junk down sure or if you get a beach house on the beach you're paying literally multiple thousands of dollars for the few nights you're there and so and then when you get to the beach in the summer or spring break you're you're crowded you've got to keep eyes on little ones and then you're so i love that it's like different it's a little different for my husband because he grew up doing mexico that but that's where i can say mexico is so relaxing because it's like I can see as far as my eye can see where my kids are because it's just not crowded. Right. I can, I know that the waves aren't going to knock them over and suck them in. Yeah. And I know like, but there are just different worries. Like, yeah, yeah. just the foreign and, yeah. you know, different policy and different country, like all of those things. Yeah. That's a little nerve wracking. Yeah. So, but once you get there, once you get to the house, you're, you're on the beach and you're just doing your own thing for a few days. It just, it is. It's I like so nice. Yeah, totally. Okay. Well, my most successful family vacation, and I'm going to say, it. And a lot of you out there are not going to agree with me. Yeah. But I'm standing by this is Disneyland. Okay. Totally. Lauren is a huge Disney lover. You I guys all know that. And I am, I, what do you, what would you call me? I'd say you're a Disney fan. I'm are a Disney? you Disney obsessed? No. No. But I'd say you're a Disney fan and you, and you hit it right at the, the sweet spot of like when your kids were so little and yes. fresh and they just like had these big eyes and they were just so excited. So you kind of fell in love with it like they did. Yeah. And so it was so fun but to like, see it. I them. will, I will critique Disney. Oh yeah. I will yeah. get frustrated. I will all the things like yeah. I've come back a few times, like really annoyed with the employees, the food, whatever it might be. Right. Yep, so I don't yep. feel like I have rose colored glasses. Yes. And I can honestly say, yeah, last year we did a family vacay to Disneyland and it was a super magical experience. Mm-hmm. But I, I say that only because, and I've talked to so many moms who hate Disneyland. Okay. And I totally get that side too. They think it's too expensive. They think their kids are crazy there like all the things too busy yeah it's hot all the things yeah exactly I think you have to go into it with really low expectations like really low and we did that last year we were like hey if we hit these five things literally like happy if we hit like the parade one day we want to go see back then they were still doing Jedi training we love watching the Jedi training like a handful of things we were going to be happy and then on top of that everything else is just like extra bonus bonus so anyway and then I would say that we try really hard to just pace ourselves like not get burnout we still prioritize getting the kids in bed getting them slept like managing their sleeping and all the things and so yeah I I just I had a really great great vacation last year to Disneyland and I think I think yeah I think you have a few things in your favor there I think that Jeremy is so on board I think that's awesome because having a dad, two parents that are super excited and ready and committed to doing a successful vacation yeah. like that. It you're that that's it does already go a, a step way. up. Yeah, and he did. That's like, huge. So to remind you guys, you might if you've been a long time listener, you know that Lauren and I used to go by ourselves a lot when our kids yep. were little. And then as my kids got older, my work got busier. All school, the things. Yeah. yeah, school. We really like 
tapered back on that. I did. And so, um, I told my husband though, I want to go once a year. You're going to give me that once a year. You're going to get on board and we're going to have a family vacation and like make these memories. And yeah, I, I do think he kind of jumps in. It's three days is still a lot for him, but he, he does it and he does it for me and I appreciate that. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if people out there would say Disneyland, but I, I really love it. It was our most no, successful. I, no, I think that I love, love, love Disneyland. And like, there's nothing like seeing your kid like hug Mickey or just see the parade going by or their first time on like yeah, small world with the big rides. It's, it's so fun. It's the best. It is I'm so, so fun. excited. Okay. And, and I wanted to say, um, since spring break is coming up, like I, I wrote down just a few tips, like a few things that I feel like have helped me and my family. Yep. And then a couple things that um, I want to implement on our next trip. So like the first one would be just giving yourself a buffer on each end of the trip. So kind of like a travel day, like a buffer day, you know, like when yeah. you come back, don't push it to be like up and at it the next morning. Don't come back at Sunday yeah. at 6 p.m. when yeah. you know you have school the yeah, next morning. Yeah, exactly. You kind of need a breather. Yes. And I feel like I used to do that. I used to want to like maximize the long weekends or the spring breaks or like whatever until up to Sunday evening. And I'm just kind of over that at this point. Wait, and it's it's so much to come home and do laundry oh. and get the, where's your backpack? Where's your homework folders? Oh, like all the things that you just left, like scrambled the yes. right before you left. So it's like nice to have a little t- downtime yeah. and like a breather. And then on the, get them to bed on time, all those things. Yeah. And then on the other end, I feel like when we would be heading out for vacation, we would leave right after dad gets off work on Friday, like into the night we would drive and all that stuff. And then we're getting into bed late and all that stuff. Whereas now we just t- leave on Saturday. You know what I mean? We like, right, we right. don't push ourselves to be crazy and like tired and all the things on Friday night. Um, and so I feel like we've kind of come to learn, like, it's okay to just like not get every second out of the time off. You know what I mean? No, it's true. It's almost like the quality over quantity. Like yeah. you want to have like a quality three days yes. than having five crappy days Yes, because it's like, you know, and I, I am nodding cause I just it was M and was the exact way, but it's like, you really just want to have a few favors on your side because it's already hard. Even if your kids are like older, like mine is our, mine are almost four and a half to 10 now. It's not like I have babies, but still, they still get cranky. They oh, yeah. still get like, you know, burnt out. They're still annoying. It still gets difficult. So it's like, try to just put things, yeah. you know, on your side, any sort of factors that can help you. Right. Just don't, yeah, don't push it. So I, I always think giving yourself like that buffer day is super important. And then the other thing that's been really successful for our family no matter what trip we're going on, if it's on an airplane or a car, is I will get like an old backpack that my kids have and I will get, are those gallon zippy Ziploc bags? Are they the bigger ones? Gallons? Yeah. 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 I'll get like a gallon Ziploc bag and I'll put like snacks, Tic Tacs, like some sort of puzzle, like, I don't know, like a little toy or something they can play with and like hand sanitizer. And it will be a surprise for them that they can kind of, they put in their backpack and then they can take it and like play with it throughout the trip or in the car or whatever. Right. And it really has... 
I feel like been a game changer. I'll just go hit the Target dollar spot the night mm-hmm. before. I'll get, they have all those cute little coloring doodle things, you oh, know. Oh, there's so many fun little busy Oh my gosh. Things. And I will say, mom tip here, get this, get three of the exact same Exact thing. same. I was exact totally going to say that. same Make sure thing. all your bags have the same snacks, yes. the same treat, the same toys. Like, I don't care gender, exact same thing. Because like, no they joke. all just fight over like, what the other one has. Exactly. Always. And I've learned that the hard way like they will want what brother or sister has like it's so annoying I know it's so so yeah so I'll just hit the dollar target dollar spot make them their little goodie bag and then surprise them you know in the morning and it's awesome how do you feel about electronics on trips I'm kind of neutral like I mean we only have one iPad for our family so it's like they can rotate or share we put a movie up and prop it up for everybody um I, that's really the only electronic I have. I have like this little like leapfrog thing. I got one for my son, but I mean, no, I think I, to me, they're a lifesaver. I of course would rather them not be on it for a five hour no, drive. I yeah. But I think, I mean, I, it was funny cause we were just talking about that on the way home. Like what did we even do oh, yeah. when we were kids? And it yeah. wasn't even that long ago, but I mean, clearly we just colored or played or played cards or did yeah. something because or we didn't slept. have that stuff. Yeah, slept. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I mean they are like such a game See, changer, but they, they are and they they can be and they can not be. Oh too. yeah, they ca- they I cause more like, fights. Yes. I feel like there have been times where I've banned the iPad from the car and it actually turns into a more peaceful ride if it's just not even in the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you just remove it from the situation. Because I feel like if we do have it it's just constant. Like, my turn, my turn. I don't want to watch that. Oh, yeah. he's playing my game. Ba, 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 ba. And right. I'm just like, oh, oh it's totally. my yeah. gosh. If I have to deal with the iPad one more time, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. But but you're right. I think it's probably got to do with ages, too. I mean, we we use them now. but Or maybe just start right up front, like a 30-minute yeah. each. And like even have a timer. your phone timer set up. Yeah. And you say, okay, when this beeps, it's his turn. And that's no buts, no, no yeah. fits. And if you, and if you do whine or cry, you won't get it at all. Yeah. And just have like the boundaries set up from up front because totally they oh all think about it. It's so annoying. Okay. And the other thing that I've heard about some people doing is a buddy system. Mm-hmm. And I want to start yeah. doing this because I feel like my, my youngest, he is, um, start, he walks now, he's not in a stroller anymore, all the things. And I want to like, start utilizing that when we travel. And so I've heard some moms like, so the siblings will pick a buddy. Yep. And then if there's like a loose one, like I have three kids, they'll stay with mom or whatever, but like they are responsible for that buddy. So if they go to the bathroom, they have to go to the bathroom together, like, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, They, They like take ownership of each other and responsibility. And I, loved that and I was like oh I want to do that I want to do that with my kids no I yeah I do I do love that I think or with cousins like if you're traveling with cousins traveling with people like do the buddy system and then the other rule that I do have which I think serves us well too is when we stop to go to the bathroom everybody's going to the bathroom Oh, totally like I don't care if you have to go go or not like you're getting out, you're going to walk, you're going to go to the bathroom. Because we don't want to stop every 10 yeah. minutes. Like it is yes, always, let's I have know. staggered pee yeah. um, that we all have to uh, stop and break for. It's the worst. It's such a beat down. And then the other thing, you just told me about the phone number. Yeah. Oh my no, gosh. I, well, when we go to Disneyland or a busy place type thing, right. we'll take a permanent marker and write on like their inner like wrist 
our phone numbers with like a Sharpie. But then I've also seen some really cool stickers or tattoos like on Etsy. There's like a washable tattoo where you can write your, it's like if you find me, please call my mom (laughs) and the number is like written on it. And it's like a washable tattoo on the arm or wrist. And then even like a sticker you can just put on the back of their shirt. Like if I get lost, my mom. I love that idea. So yeah, I know, which is like a game changer. It's funny on this trip. All my kids finally know my cell phone number, though. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. I laugh because Caleb knows it. And he's my youngest. And like even like one of my twins didn't quite know it yet. And Caleb knows it by heart because now at our soda shop, they start asking for our phone number. Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) How sad and pathetic. He hears me say it like every day or every other day. Oh, my number. And he's like, yep. Now it's like ingrained in him. He says, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because I don't even know your phone number. I really like yours. I don't know your number. I know. I know it's 399, but I don't know the rest of it. I don't know anybody's phone number. I really don't. I've never even stopped to learn. I know. I'm offended. I know. I, I know your number. The only reason I know, like, my sister's cell phone number, my parents' cell phone number. I couldn't even tell you Allie or Aunt Morgan's, the younger ones. Oh, my gosh. Only because I actually had to dial. Yeah. I don't know Katie's Virginia number. I actually had to dial yeah. Emily's number for a while. But now it's, like, cell phones. I yeah. I know my husband's. I don't know my mother-in-law's. I don't know my father-in-law. I don't. That is that, so funny. It's a joke. I know. It's so true. Okay, and the last tip I had really quick is grocery pickup. So if you're driving to a a destination, hotel or whatever, order groceries at a local Walmart or grocery store or whatever and have it scheduled for when you're getting into town. Love that. Just roll up, get your stuff. And keep in mind, they, they have wipes and diapers and all like the paper things. towels and all the things that you can literally just drive up to the store, put it in as you're on your way to the hotel and go to the hotel. Game changer. That is so awesome. Yeah. yeah especially if you're doing like a beach house yeah. or something where you're cooking and you need breakfast right first totally. thing in the morning. Like that's awesome. Great idea. And then on the other hand, I think if you're not going in anywhere for spring break and you just want to stay in town, I mean, that's what we'll be doing. Are you going anywhere? No, it's always weird because our trips always just stagger. We always do an April trip, an actual Mexico trip with his family and it's in April and then we just did Disney yeah and so it's kind of in between two trips so we probably won't take the time off and yeah. do it but no we're not going anywhere we'll be here. either but yeah. um I I did think like I want to have a more mindful approach to to spring break this year yeah and so as I was sitting down thinking about it I think it would be fun to like the Sunday before kind of have a little family meeting and have each child pick out an activity that they want to do that spring break. Yeah. And I I don't know, let them feel like they're kind of part of it. And so whether that's, I don't know, an arcade or going to the movie or like whatever, something special for them. Love that. And then, um, I think it's important or, not important, but I think it's good to utilize Groupon. We do that all the time. I mean, love the Groupons. Oh my and, gosh. Or even just to, before you even, if you want to go somewhere that day, just see what's on Groupon. Oh my gosh. And be like, oh, let's do this. Yes. And then you're just saving some, some money. Oh my gosh, totally. And then the other thing that I thought would be really fun to do over spring break is some sort of service activity with your kids. Yes. And it does not have to be like some crazy thing. I'm talking like have them help cook dinner for somebody and take it to them or pick a neighbor's weeds or um, go heart attack a, that. a person's yep. door that mm-hmm. may, might be new in the neighborhood or um, I don't know, little things like that just to kind of show your neighbors that you care and love that you love them. And it kind of 
shows your children, like we need to think of others, you know? Totally. Um, and then the other thing that I want my children to do, and we are going to do this over spring break, is clean the family car, like wash it by hand. Do a car wash. Do a at car the wash. Car wash. Yes, because yes. I got to thinking, and I was like, do, "What are some do. things we can do around the house to do that together? Are yeah, different." And we have never washed our car I at love our house. That. Have you? Um, not in the last at our old house. We did not at this house. And oh my but gosh. now that they have they have these three dollar five dollar car washes, it's hard to do. Like you just don't take the time. But it is like a good skill to learn. Oh, yeah, it's teaching them something. It's making them work. Oh my gosh, you got to do it and. I, that's another subject that we need to talk about one day is the lack of work. Well, because everything is so convenient. Yeah. Now. now everything's kind of done and set up for you. So they just don't, I mean, I, I, we were talking, I have the kids like pick my oranges or my grapefruits, but then I say, if you pick them, you can sell them on this on the street and yeah. do like an orange stand yeah. or lemonades. They never really make the juice, but they sell the produce. Yeah. And so and and they love to do that. And I I yes, I think teaching them a skill to like make a few dollars or yeah. just to complete a chore or a job, they they need that. We oh. we have to we have to find the moments to teach that. Yes, I know, and I do not take enough opportunities to do that. I I've come up to your house a few times where they do have their oh my little gosh, stand. They love to do that. It's I'm like, so stop cute. bugging the neighbors now. They bought oh. enough oranges. Well, and there's this, <laughs> there's this, um, child in the neighborhood who will put out a text to like the neighborhood moms and he sells homemade salsa. Oh, love it's that. So cute. Yeah, like he's like entrepreneur nine years old or something. Yeah, so cute. And he's like, hi, I'm making salsa. Anybody want an order? You know, and oh, it's so make, cute. Yeah, I'll, I'm taking orders. I know. That's so cute. I, I love that. Loved that. That's a great idea. So even if you're staying local for spring break, I think just kind of find mindful ways to make it mean something or yes. be different. And make it different. Yeah, yeah. Change make it, it different. Up from a, a, a normal week right. of practice in class. Like make it, try to think of something, even if it's like a day trip to drive up to, you know, a pretty park or a little outdoor hike and bring a picnic. Things that yeah. they just, I brought up a picnic the other day to my kids and I know we've done picnics a lot, but even just like the idea of packing up a meal and going somewhere and eating in oh, the grass, cute. they like couldn't stop talking about it. They're like, can we have a picnic again? a picnic 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 and I'm like we we did it a lot when they were like little little we just haven't done something like that in a while and like that like stayed with them I love that and that's free and easy and it's you gotta eat so it's like so fun (laughs) a picnic I love that okay well let's wrap up with our hit and miss of the week um tell me what your hit is I just thought I'd highlight my Disney trip just a bit here with my hit and my miss my hit is um so we got there early for Rise of the Resistance ride, you have to be there right at the opening of the park to try to get kind of like essentially a fast pass. It's a boarding pass on your on your app. So we were there early and we had like 30 minutes to kill on Main Street and we were just snapping photos and it was like too perfect. Right as we were standing by these do- like this corner, the doors opened and Mickey and Minnie came out together oh. and we were just like first in line right there, got to see them literally the first day, knocked it out. It oh. was like so sweet. And I, and this trip, we usually try to see characters like characters are a big deal to my kids. They yeah. love autographs and pictures and hugs and we didn't get as many in as we normally do. So I'm just so grateful we got that oh. like easy peasy right there. And we were at the right place at the right time. Yeah. It was, it was Disney gods were smiling down on you. I love it. Okay. Well, my hit of the week is probably going to be like nothing to you, but my kids had for the very first time, 
a little sleepover together here at our house. Okay. I know I am a sleep Nazi people. I think we've talked about this before. I am like very habitual with like what we do sleep wise. My kids don't ever sleep outside of their beds or anything. And Kate and Landon all week long, they wanted to have a sleepover in Landon's room Cute. And they literally were counting down from Monday to Friday. I oh, was like, on Friday. Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, on Friday. And it was like the cutest thing ever. Like they made a big bed on his floor and they brought like, they put the nightlight right by him and they were like reading books together. It was so cute. That's perfect. Oh my gosh. I mean, Luke did not participate. I made him go to bed in his bed, but um, it was, it was darling. And it just made my heart like want to explode to see them like bonding. You well, know? I'm just so excited for something just so, so simple. simple yeah it's, that's awesome it was so sweet and then like all day Saturday they've been like attached you know like oh, they're little that's besties perfect. it's so cute I just want ah, that's awesome I can't handle it okay what's your miss my miss was and it's just kind of like it's a subject for another day but I guess my miss would be I guess yeah again it's just like something we could talk about but it's hard because Tristan is my oldest and he's 10 now. Right. And all the cousins, we did go with just my two sisters and the cousins um, are all seven and younger. And so I kind of just continually run into this situation with the um, age difference. family gatherings, Sunday dinners, vacations, where he can be the odd man out and he just doesn't handle that well. Right. He's such a social person. He's such a friends like wants to hang be in the whatever and so for him to kind of not they like include him but like I don't know if he thinks he's too cool for it or it's just really the age gap is just too too much right now that they aren't connecting and so and when he is the odd man out therefore he like acts out in different ways because he I don't know isn't getting the attention or he's bored or whatever it is and so I'm kind of continually having to juggle that even to the point where I've had um I brought another cousin yeah in the past on vacation so he has a buddy or I've even left him behind before and he and dad have done something else because it can be such a roadblock for me on my trips right and I don't know if anyone else has experienced this I I just I continue to deal with this and it's just hard for me and so at Disneyland you know, there were a lot of really fun, awesome highs, such a good time. But then there were just some little lows where he would be pestering, starting a fight, bugging, talking back to me. And I'm just like, dude, just come on, get I with know. the groove here. This is nothing new. And I'm like, I'm coming up, I feel like are two or three years of this. And I just get so old for me. Yeah. And I just, it's draining. And so, I mean, I keep waiting for the day. My Emmett's seven and a half and Tristan's 10. And they do connect, but then... When there's another cousin or his best buddy cousin his age there, Tristan's like non-existent. It's right. his buddy. So then it just becomes this constant roadblock. So yeah. just something I continue to deal with. We can talk another day kind of about the age gaps and socially and the cousins and how they line up. And because it does, I mean, it happens to oh, everybody. Yeah. And when you don't have a cousin your age... And I remember when we were all like planning pregnancies and oh, la, 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 and I just like went for it. I went and got pregnant first out of all my friends, all my sisters, obviously. And so I'm just the oldest on like yeah. both ends yeah. and that's totally fine most of the time. But then I just feel like I keep hitting this position and yeah. it's not like, oh, let's plan out our babies day to day. Like no, it really doesn't matter. 
But it just he seems to be something that's constant for me with this. It is. And it's annoying. Yeah. It's just annoying. Even your day to day. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the fact that he's followed by twins. Right. And they have each other doesn't help the situation. Granted, it's boy and girl. And so they've been close, but they won't always be that as close because they're boy girl probably. But I just kind of continue to deal with him being. And because of that, again, I just feel like he acts out in the need of attention or he's bored or this is lame because I don't have someone to hang with. Right. And, it, and, it, and it is a bummer. It is a bummer. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. No. So that's just my okay, miss. Okay. Well, my miss for the week is actually a really quick and easy one, but, um, and you're going to kill me, but I went to buy the target gift card for our giveaway winner. Yes. Um, and I totally lost it. Oh no. $100. Don't know where it went. <gasps> I, oh, I am so sorry. I totally, yeah. I totally remember buying it. I remember putting it in the card that I bought for the winner. I cannot find it. I don't oh, know if my kids no. took it. I literally can remember seeing it exactly in the place of my car. And then that leads to the the feeling of, is there anything more annoying in life than not than losing something? Than losing, no, there isn't. Nothing. There's no more Nothing annoying worse. feeling. Yeah. I can't find Ugh. my fanny pack that I just bought Your for my last pack? Disneyland trip. Oh I did. And I was like so excited to bring it and I could not find it. It's, it's the like, worst. how did that just disappear? I, I, a fanny pack out of all things. I'm like, Evelyn, did you take it? What, what is uh, going on? The, it's the, the, that feeling of regret. I know. And like, it just haunts you. It's horrible. Yeah. And speaking of lost things, my husband has lost his wedding ring. So we're all tearing the Wait, house upside when down. When did that happen? Last week. Wait, he, did I know that? I no, feel like- probably not. Because I haven't seen you to talk to you. But it happened Monday night. We were watching, watching The Bachelor. He woke up the next morning and he's like, where's my wedding ring? Oh my gosh. He's scared. He me. never loses anything. Ever. And so, I mean, we tore the whole house up. I have no idea where it's at. Oh, Crazy. No. Yeah. And that makes me nervous because my ring has been really, like, loose lately. Yeah. I got it bigger, like, a year or two ago. And now I've lost a little bit of weight. And so now it's, like, loose again. And it spins. And I'm like, what? Have I I've lost? I've my wedding ring before. You know uh, that. And I never found it. I mean, yes. I had to go replace it. It's the worst. Oh, my gosh. All right, guys. Well, this is the end of episode 51. Um, We hope you enjoyed what you heard here and that you will be back next week with us when we um, drop a new episode. And then also, if you don't mind, go leave us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you might listen. And make sure you have subscribed to the show. Um, We we have a few fun interviews planned for the upcoming months. And so stay tuned for that. You're going to want to make sure you're subscribed. And... um, As always, you can find us on social media at the Mom Boys Podcast. All right. We'll be back next week. I still have a pit in my stomach about that ring. Dang it. I know. I know. All right, guys. So sad. Talk to you soon. Bye.